Ho, ho, holy crap. What a year we've had. Happy holidays, lovely listeners, and welcome back to the season finale of Roomies Talking Movies, the next best stop for all things movie news and reviews. I'm your host, Dana Pacheco, and joined with me today, as always, are your co-hosts, Jackson Salvestrini. Good morning. And uh-oh, who's that falling down the chimney? It's Jacob Denver. Uh, good afternoon, actually. Welcome to the last episode of 2020, the year that can only be described as the emoji movie of years, whether it being about a virus that corrupts everything, a group of people trying to pretend that everything is fine, or just too much James Corden. We can all take a sigh of relief knowing that the Santa Claus 2 was easily the worst in the trilogy. Today we are finishing off the Santa Claus trilogy of the Tim Allen Christmas films. But before we get into that, how was everyone's week? Uh, Dana, before... Before I talk about my week, did you just compare 2020 to the Emoji Movie? Yeah, because it was awful. Yeah, but the Emoji Movie was good, and this year was awful. Okay, uh, let's call it the, um, let's call it the Shrek the Third of years. But that was even That was a great movie. Cinematic (laughs) masterpiece, actually. Okay, this is difficult. It's the Batman versus Superman of years, okay? Everyone had such high expectations for how this year would be, and ultimately it was just underwhelming, disappointing, and it left a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, no, I'll I'll agree with that. My mouth is just very poor tasting right now. It's because you don't brush your teeth, Jackson. No, it's because 2020, I'm pretty sure. 2020 is an excuse to not brush your teeth. But, but Danon just said it would leave a bad taste in my mouth. What am I supposed to do? Brush your teeth for one thing. Okay, oh, bud. Just just say how your week was. <laughs> uh, my week my week was alright. Uh, finals are over, and I'm back at home. So get to relax for like a month. I'm gonna have to agree with him, and that finals are in fact over. And also like him, I am back home. Not that I left. I did not leave, but. I'm also home. Call me a people pleaser here. I'm going to additionally agree that finals are indeed over. And now we can all just sit back and just take that hot tub of hot cocoa that we've all been waiting for this whole year for. You have a hot tub full of hot cocoa? <laughs> That's a kidding? lot of hot cocoa. Uh, yes, it is boiling right now. I will be hopping in as soon as this episode is over. Dang I got it. the one with the fake marshmallows. You're gonna hop into a boiling tub. Well, no, it's gonna. I'm gonna let it simmer before I get in. Oh, okay. I was a little worried for you there. Just it just hurts a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you get in the shower, you turn on the water a little too hot in the beginning. You're like ah, and then everything works out in the end. You guys don't know what that is? No. No. Just me. Okay. So let's shake this snow globe of news until all the flakes of the week settle down, only to be shaken up again when we get back. The first bit of news, Chris Pine is set to lead in the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Paramount casts Pine in D&D, directed by Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly. Will it be a nat 20 or a crit fail? Only time will tell. Fun fact, we play D&D. I think that's only fun for us, and honestly... Yeah, it is only okay fun for it. us. <laughs> fun fact... Jacob Denver is really good at D&D. We don't need to lie to everyone. 
Don't be mean, Danon. Jacob rolls a nat twenty every other roll. Some it's say it's luck, shit. but it's all, it's all in like how you roll it, really. Yeah. Are you using weighted dice? I won't confirm nor deny that. <laughs> Mortal Kombat release date has been announced for both theaters and HBO Max on April sixteenth, twenty twenty one. That who you guys want to see in that? I want to uh, see probably some the Rock fighting. Johnson. Wait, why? Who who do you want Dwayne the Rock Johnson to play, Jackson? Uh, I'm pretty sure in one of the games they actually modeled a character after him. I'm not sure what character, but uh, probably Goro. Probably Goro, just the giant forearms. Oh yeah, you know I think it was actually. And not the forearms. I'm talking. He has literally he has the four arms. Yeah, yeah. Arms. I think that's that's it. So yeah, if they if they get Dwayne the Rock Johnson to play Goro, that's a name. That'd be awesome. Any, any other MK characters you would like to see in this movie? So they do have Joker in Mortal Kombat, so I hope that they connect it to, to the DCU for absolutely no reason other than the fact that it is a possibility. Also, they have the yeah. Terminator as well. And Let's Jason Sorkin. They Rambo, have a lot of people. <laughs> I hope they pick the worst characters and then just throw them in there. I think there's a character called like Mocap or something where it's just a dude in a mocap suit. He has no special powers. He's nothing. Well, but he's in the game. One uh, one character's name is Striker, and he's literally just a police officer. He doesn't have any abilities. He's literally just a police officer fighting like these immortal fighters. It's it's pretty stupid, but I'm open to yeah, it. Yeah, could you imagine being a police officer and getting your head kicked off <laughs> by like some <laughs> some dude that can't die? <laughs> HBO Max is aiming to launch on Roku within the end of December. Guys, that's in like a couple of weeks. Yeah. Who ha- who uses what what is Roku? Roku's like the smart TV, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I've never used it. Yeah, I've never Jacob, used it. Jacob, have Roku. you used it? I think my grandma has it. Ooh. So I think I have used it. I think wow. you can play Angry Birds through it, so Oh. Well, it's already better than the Amazon Fire Stick. Even if you can do that, I don't know how to do it. So, Roku, you win. Justice League is getting an R-rated release. And it was also revealed that Zack Snyder said they're planning on doing a bit of a reverse thing. Like how Wonder Woman and Mortal Kombat and everything on HBO Max will be released at the same time with the movie being released on HBO Max. Zack Snyder said that they're going to release all four of the miniseries segments of the Snyder Cut and then release it in theaters. But although it might be PG-13 on HBO Max, it might be rated R in theaters. And why is this? Well, that's because Zack Snyder said Steppenwolf will be cutting fools in half, Cyborg will be speaking his mind, and Batman will drop some F-bombs. Why? I don't know. Zack Snyder's Justice League is aimed to premiere in March 2021. If it makes the movie better, I'm all for it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like that'll at least let them be a bit more in character. Or at least make them feel more like their character. If they're going to do dark, let them do dark. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't, do, don't do this PG-13, oh, we're gritty. Give me, give me some tactics. Give me some dark stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me some like Batman like shit talking his uh, the enemies as he punches them. You know, like you know, like and then like you know if you get hurt, you you have to say the f word. 
That's how it works in superhero <laughs> movies. Every time you get punched. Like, could you just imagine Batman just constantly using swear words? That's the optimal superhero movie. Dude. Riddle me this, Batman. What has a clock but never stops? Fuck you, Riddler! <laughs> and throws a batarang at him. Yeah, exactly. That's how you beat people. You catch them off guard with foul language. Mm. Right, Jacob Denver? Yeah, so they have to break the fourth wall and, like, they won't know that the movie's rated R, so they'll be like, Batman, we already used one F word. We can't use another one. And while they're saying that, he just beats the shit out of them. It's going to be great. Disney Plus has announced a new series called Marvel Studio Legends. Uh, this series will revisit iconic moments in the MCU one character at a time. And the series is aiming to debut in January 8th, focusing on Scarlet Witch and Vision. Why would they focus on those two? They're already getting a TV series. I think that's kind of what they're doing. Like They're like, hey, we're giving you a recap of everyone. Here's their new series next week. Well, Fine. going into Infinity War, weren't they like kind of on their own for a while? So, Ooh, maybe, they, yeah. maybe they'll maybe they'll fill that pocket. Because I don't think this is like a show show with like the actors playing the characters. I think it's like the writers and like Kevin Feige and the actors saying, ah, "I remember when we filmed this. It was cool. You saw it." Oh, like more of a documentary style thing. Yeah, I think I th- I'm a yeah. I think that it'd be that because I don't know why they wouldn't wouldn't announce this at their conference the other week if it was another show like that. Yeah. But didn't they announce that one, like, Star Wars one? Or everyone, where their announcement was like, ah, never mind. It's because, you know, they were all, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, and I was like, well, they announced a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff there. Why wouldn't they just talk about this one? But I think they wanted to keep the hype for Marvel because they didn't announce anything that wasn't, like, a movie or TV show. Yeah, I guess. Both Willem Dafoe and Thomas Hayden Church are rumored to return as Green Goblin and Sandman in the MCU's Spider-Man 3. All right, all right, let's pump I, the brakes. Yeah, let's calm I think down, they're guys. getting way too many no, characters. No, keep bringing them all in, dude. Keep bringing them all in. Let's it's go. literally just going to turn... It, the movie is turning from, like, MCU Spider-Man to, like, Spider-Man old Spider-Man. 4. I'm not really sure how I feel about that. As long as it's like, like I would be fine if they all showed up like at the end, like whatever the main villain is, has like a machine that can bring people from different dimensions. And then he's like, the only way to beat Spider-Man is with every villain that I can find in the multiverse. And then they come through. No, they're actually just putting all their eggs into one basket of Spider-Man. And they're actually introducing the Spider-Man cinematic universe within the Marvel cinematic universe itself. Funny enough, that's what Sony's doing. Venom, Morbius, Venom 2. <laughs> yeah. But um, I hear that Morbius might be like the linking film that will connect the MCU to Venom and those other movies. Well, if I'm not mistaken, in the Morbius trailer, it did have like a poster of the MCU Spider-Man or something as like a little Easter it had egg. The, it, no, that whole movie is trippy because it had the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Oh, gotcha. But then it had... But then it had the MCU's vulture show up in a prison jumpsuit talking to him. Uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's why everyone was like, what is this movie? But I guess we'll see, please. uh, Unless, unless they're revealing a trailer, the title of the film or a poster. I don't want to hear any more about Spider-Man three until we get closer until we get into the new year. Okay. 
Can you make me that promise? Even if Tom Holland just spoils the whole movie? I don't want him to spoil the movie. That sucks. The statistical probability that he does is pretty high. He's like four for five. (laughs) Let's go, Tom Holland. Woo. Warner Brothers has moved the release date for the upcoming Tom and Jerry movie from March 5th, 2021 to February 26th, 2021. Why a week, huh? Good question. Why did they even move it forward in the first place? It seems like every other movie is getting pushed back. They wanted to do the opposite. Do you think that it's because Raya and the Last Dragon comes out the same week and they want to make money with this movie? I would argue that every movie is to make money. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but when you're going up against like a Disney film or another blockbuster movie, you're not going to make as much money as you can if you're releasing on an un- like a free weekend block like there's no films coming up besides your movie my my big question is what is the movie even going to be about i feel like tom and jerry has been out for so long to the point that there's just like no more content that they could take part in that isn't just a repeat they're messing up a hotel yeah. they released a trailer uh, that's a whole movie yeah, yeah they get, they're gonna make it work hey, good they're luck, gonna Warner try and Bros. kill jerry <laughs> They hired an assassin. <laughs> R rated Tom and Jerry film. Wait, that would un- unironically be pretty awesome. Too bad they'll they never hire, do it. They hire Hitman 47. They're just like, I always get the job done. And like, <laughs> Jerry's running out of his mouse hole. Then from like two buildings away, you just see him a red a, dot <laughs> with on a sniper rifle. Yeah, and he just goes, Got him. And you just see him pull the trigger and then just reloads. And there's a little splat on the ground. Seth MacFarlane's rebooting Revenge of the Nerds. MacFarlane is reviving the age-old rivalry between jocks and nerds with the help of the Lucas Brothers, as well as Alex Rubens, to write. Jackson, would you identify yourself as a nerd? Um, you know what? I'll, I'll do it just for you, Dan. What do you want to see, nerd-wise, to be explored in this film? I want to see... A lot of high grades. (laughs) (laughs) Like 90% of the movie is them studying. I don't want to see any breaks. I swear to to God, these guys cannot be called nerds if they're spending their time fighting jocks. Um, No, that's not a nerd. That's just a dude. No, but it says says there's a rivalry. Yeah, it's an esports rivalry. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh! So then, I didn't know, that's that's interesting. Well, then I think the nerds win. What like, game? What game are they going to be playing? It's actually Madden, so it's actually a complete toss-up. Oh. Though it's oh. going to be weird. All right, it is going to be weird because it's yeah. a video game. So you'd think that the nerds would have it, but it's a sports video game. So now it's like, eh. yeah, there's absolutely no skill involved. What a twist! Whitney Houston biopic finds its star in Naomi Aki. After a worldwide search, Aki is in negotiations to star as the iconic Whitney Houston in I Want to Dance with Somebody. That's the name of a song, if you weren't aware. And the movie. And the I mo- like, yeah, I, I like this theme that they pick the name of a movie, a movie and it's the name of a song when it's a biopic of like a band or a group of people. I hope they do. Do you one think she wants to dance with somebody? People. Like, is that like the point of the movie? Or is that just. Or is it misleading? Does she hate dancing? Yeah. 
we'll never know until it comes out. Until it comes out. Because, like, what if she doesn't want to dance with anyone? Then expectations are just thrown. Exactly. This Who is can the, we trust anymore? This is the most Definitely not Whitney cinematic Houston. crossover since Endgame. It's 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 unbelievable. Dude, they need to make a, they need to make an ACU, an artist <laughs> cinematic universe with uh, oh Whitney Houston, the Beatles. Um, who else? Elton no, that's it. El- that's it. Elton John, <laughs> uh, Queen. There's got to be a couple more, right? Or is that Forrest it? Forrest Gump. Sure, dude. It's literally just history. But yeah, and then they all got to fight to the death. Oh my god! And then it ends in like a big old team up where it's a battle of the bands, and they make one super band to defeat the aliens. It actually yeah, just turns into awesome. the Hunger Games, and they all go against each other. Wait a minute! Isn't that the plot of Hunger Games? I think so. Yeah. If I had to guess. Original Boba Fett actor Jeremy Bullock died at 75. According to a post on the actor's Facebook page, it says he passed peacefully after health complications. That sucks. That's terrible. Um, Thoughts and prayers go out to his loved ones. And uh, he was really... Boba Fett is fantastic. He's making a resurgence in pop culture again, thanks to The Mandalorian. But, But would that really be possible without our man Jeremy Bullock? It would not. I agree. He made somehow simultaneously the coolest and the goofiest character at the same time. Like, whenever you saw Boba Fett, you're like, oh no, something's going to happen. But whenever he fought, he either gets hit, hit <laughs> Yeah, in something the back. happens, but it's only to him. Yeah, he gets hit in the back and falls into his Starlark, but he, get, he just slips on the ground. He's got to be good, right? But yeah, sad news, but we're... We are grateful for what he gave to us as fans. Lizzie McGuire reboot has been scrapped, and uh, Hillary Duff confirms that the Disney Plus reboot isn't moving forward, saying that the stars just didn't align. No! I could not care less. No! <laughs> actually, no, 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 no. J- Jacob, I forgot. I, I care a lot about this series, um, oh, and yeah. I'm actually crying as we speak. You yeah, can see it on this the heartbreaking news, Tears actually. are rolling down my cheek. Without a Lizzie McGuire but what are we going to do in the meantime? Guys, what am I going to watch now? Man. <laughs> There's nothing on. Sorry, Hillary Duff, but... Yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this, uh, find a new job, I guess. She's not like... <laughs> She's homeless now. <laughs> she put all of, her, all of her eggs in one basket. She was like, this Lizzie, Lizzie McGuire... I already used that saying earlier. You got to come up with another one. She put all of her Lizzie McGuire's in one Disney Plus. That sucked. Yeah. Try you know to come up with another Talking one. With <laughs> Jesus yeah, I'm Christ. Done. Wait till the next bit. I'm done. <laughs> Wonder Woman 84 received an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey. That's, that's like that's a, a B+. B plus. <laughs> so congrats. I wish I got an 80, 87% on some of my finals. Oh yeah, uh, no, like the the last one I took, I think I got like a a forty out of sixty four, which is terrible. Dana, I'm not I, gonna say that's terrible because that might hurt your feelings. Yeah. I know you want me to, but Jackson won't I say it, but it I will terrible. say it. Uh, <laughs> I just said it was terrible, but Wonder Woman eighty four, not Wonder terrible. Woman scored a ninety, I believe, or something in the nineties. So oh, so it got worse. Never mind. Well, well, I mean, sequels really are high. like always worse. 
That's not true. Terminator 2. Empire Strikes Back. Sequels are generally worse. Pirates of the Caribbean Generally. Yeah. Shrek 2. I said saying always. Was Shrek 2 really better than Shrek? I don't think so. No, you you can't say Shrek 2 is better than Shrek. The Dark Knight? Wait, didn't Shrek just get like inducted into like the Hall of Fame or whatever? It did into um like they have this reserve yeah, for the national movies that get movie reserve all time. Uh, movies included Shrek, The Dark Knight, other ones. That wasn't in the news, but thankfully we talked about Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. <laughs> Here on Ruby Talking Movies, we covered the news no one wants to hear. HBO's Game of Thrones House of the Dragon gets a release date for 2022. I don't know what this series is about. I'm assuming dragons. Probably. And a house. A house. Dare I say a throne and some games involved. I believe it is going to be more about the Targaryen family and what happens before the start of Game of Thrones because they have like a huge history going on. So do you think this finale of this series will be better than Game of Thrones. I hope. I I hope. <laughs> How many Starbucks coffee cups will be in this series? The under over is actually set to three. So uh, mm. place your bets now. <laughs> place I say your over. Bets now. I say I I say three three red on the dot. You going three on the dot? I'm going okay. Three. So in five years when the series is over, we will come back and try to remember our bets. Tom Cruise lashes out at Mission Impossible 7 crew over breaking COVID-19 protocols. Did you guys see this video? I did. I did too. It's on Instagram. He's 100% in the right, right? Like I'm not Oh yeah. I'm not like in the minority for thinking that, right? No, he's he's definitely in the right. He just wants to get it done and over with. Like you can't have this tomfoolery getting Tom. Getting... You you picked oh. it up. You picked it up. Oh yeah, Tom Cruisery. <laughs> <laughs> like he puts a lot of additional of his own money and like he does all his own stunts and everything into the films. So he's like he's like one of the few actors that are still doing films that is like one hundred percent everything they do is them. Oh, yeah, didn't he break his ankle or something? Yeah, he broke his ankle in the last one, like, in four different places. But, and, like, like people are like, who might be overreacting? I don't think he's overreacting. (laughs) No. Because, like, okay, he has a point that, like, when people don't follow these protocols, it only gets worse. And I think he was yelling at, like, you know, a couple of people just, like, talking and not wearing masks and stuff, and he... I mean, it's pretty obvious that this was probably boiling up over, like, a long period of time. And that, like, people yeah. were just constantly breaking COVID-19 protocols, and he just snapped. So, like, he's justified, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, um, it reminded me of, like, the the Christian Bale freakout on the Terminator set, where the dude was messing around during the thing, and he goes, like, Christian Bale just blows up, he goes, like, you and me, we are done professionally! Do you want to take this seriously? Stuff like that. But in this one, it's not, like, him freaking out over someone messing around. He's like mad about health concerns. Yeah, I think, exactly. Uh, I think Tom Cruise is 100% declared. Hey, Ben. Hey, Linda. Come over and join us. No, I'm just going to take a little walk. Okay. Be back soon. 
first trailer we're going to be talking about for the finale is called Nomadland, which aims to follow this one woman who is a nomad living in her van, just going through life. That was about all we could gather from the uh, trailer. But it, it looks like... to be like somewhat of a like, you know, sad kind of like realization movie, you know? Yeah, it seems like uh seems like even if the movie isn't good, there will be a moment where people cry. It seemed just from like that trailer because it had the calm music and everyone was just like, This is a this is what life is. And every time someone goes like, This is why we do things, you're always like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I felt the same way, Dana. Jacob, what Jacob. do you think about this trailer? Yeah, no, I agree with you guys. We're, uh, it'll definitely be sad. It, Thanks, it, it will just give you a midlife crisis regardless of what age you're at. Some high school students are going to go and be in there. It's like, oh, I got to start thinking about my taxes. Some, some parents, some parents going to bring their like infant. and Baby's going to come out in a suit. We're going to get a new boss baby. <laughs> boss baby four. I don't know how many there have been. <laughs> surprisingly there's only going to be two there's so only far. going to be two so far good we don't know we we deserve more <laughs> we need more alec baldwin being a baby excuse me sir you dr harry vanderspiegel what can i help you with we had ourselves a murder in town last night you're a doctor we need you to come down and take a look at the body our next trailer that we're talking about is a resident alien uh, it's a spinoff on Resident Evil, actually. That's not true. Just kidding. It isn't. But it's about this show where there's an alien who sucks at being a human, um, is trying to blend in, and there's also a lot of murders. So it's very to, relatable. Like, yeah, no, actually, Jacob Denver is in fact an alien. Dude, you're or a murderer. To say my last name. He said my last name earlier. You could keep going. I've, we have been saying Jacob Denver this entire time. <laughs> but it's got Alan Tudyk in it. Man does not miss. Fantastic voice actor. Fantastic he also has actor. two dicks. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, from Ooh, the trailer. They're great jokes. We can, uh, we can assume he has Dude, come on. His name's Alan Tudyk. That's, is that enough yeah, funny to Yeah, this use? is a dead giveaway. Sorry, Dan, continue. You're so mad. You're so mad and for what, bud? You're so <laughs> and mad for and what? for what? What does it accomplish? <laughs> what? 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 You're going to be mad at me for making the two dick joke? Are you mad just because you didn't make it? Come on, man. It's a good one. Come on now. Do you think his children will be called like Stanley and Suzanne three dick? Or No, they keep the same last name, you idiot. Do you not uh, know if he has a daughter, the name's, the name's No Dick. <laughs> I think I know you. You the ranger with the dead wife? What did you say? Texas ranger's wife bites a bullet down by the border. The final trailer of the final episode of Rumi's Talking Movie. Of the final year. <laughs> of the last year. You of thought 2012 was the end? You of guys the last wrong. hour. Don't look outside. This guy is black. The last trailer we'll be talking about. That's just about. called Nighttime. <laughs> the, last trailer, oh the last trailer is Walker, which seems to be a reboot of Walker, Texas Ranger. 
Uh, we got you got your normal cowboy sheriff and everything, just going around town, everything. And apparently, everyone and their mother just like loves bringing up the fact that his wife died from being shot. That's hilarious. Like Why person... wouldn't they bring it up? Oh my gosh! <laughs> How would you like it if you got shot and everyone brought it up every time they saw you? You'd probably be a little upset. Why would I get shot? You never thought about that one. You didn't think ahead, did you, bud? Surprisingly, I think about it an awful lot. Why <laughs> would I shoot Jacob? That's 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 a question that I think everyone has an answer to. His stupid nose. I don't have a stupid nose. <laughs> Come on. Dude, what the what the fuck, dude? If you could be a cowboy sheriff, what cowboy old-timey tool would you use on your normal, modern-day task? Screwdriver. A big iron on my hip. But, like, an iron for your clothes? I'm, I'm just a handyman out here, all right? <laughs> Wrinkles be wow. gone. Wow, two, two home runs. Two home runs right there. That was phenomenal. Thank you, Dana. You're phenomenal. Phenomenal. Do, 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 do. That's for all the Muppet fans out there. But um what do you think of the trailer, Jackson? Um, you know, I'm not one to enjoy cowboy movies. <laughs> it's a TV show. Cowboy that TV makes shows. It even worse cuz then you got to <laughs> Yeah, that kind of makes back. it even worse. <laughs> I mean, the the music in the trailer was kind of cool, but then it was a cowboy movie, so <laughs> Not so really you're not sure. a fan of westerns, are you? I don't even know where the West is. That's Jackson, sad. you you live in the West. Do I? That's really sad, Jackson. Is the West a place or a state of mind? It's a belief, really. Oh. One does not simply go west; they find west. Adam West. Kanye That's why Kanye West, west is the most Kanye woke person west. of all time. Wow. He is the West. Well, I guess I need to go find Kanye now. Thanks, Dana. The Church of Kanye. Jesus. That's my last one. I'm sorry. Yeah, you better be sorry. I think we should all do a Christmas carol. I'll start. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle take, all take the it, way. Take it away, Jackson. Oh, what fine it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! There's your Christmas music. Jingle bells. You that you didn't have to keep going. No, I wanted Danon to keep going. Oh, you just excluded well, why him. Why didn't you say that then? Because it was implied. The Santa Claus 3. It's time to put this trilogy to rest and just in time for Christmas. Now, before we get in to all the nitty gritty of this pretty shitty Christmas film, let's first go over the plot, Jackson. All right. Why not me? <laughs> let's go over the plot, Jacob. Ah, oh, damn it. I, mean, I don't want to. I was just you don't good. want to. <laughs> Why do you say that? I just want to know if I could. Class. You made me stop the class. I... I picked your hand because it was raised, and what did you... I have to use the restroom. That's that's not a question, Jacob. You get paid to answer that question. You know that, right? Jackson, take away the plot. All right, all right. So Mrs. Claus, 
uh, who married Santa in the last movie, is now preggers. Santa Whoa. had sex confirmed. Let's go, Santa baby. had sex. Santa busted inside Mrs. Claus. <laughs> the Santa Claus 3, baby. Live Santa action. Claus that's, that's not the plot. That's not the only thing that happened. <laughs> okay, so she's pregnant. I think we watched the wrong movie then. <laughs> <laughs> she's pregnant, and her real parents want to come up and see her because she's about to give birth. No, they don't. She wants her parents to come up. Oh, okay, well, then that one. Oh Anyways, God. she's living in the North Pole. They don't want her parents to know that she's living in the North Pole. They think Santa's just like a toy worker, right? So what happens is they uh they get Sandman, they roofie the parents, and make them dream about uh <laughs> make them dream about flying to Canada. And now the North Pole is basically a fake Canada where a <laughs> Where they trick the parents into thinking all the elves are just Canadians. And that everyone in Canada is really short. I'll be honest. <laughs> he's, like, I was he's literally just like, are Canadians this small? And, he, and, and Tim Allen's literally just like, have you ever been to Canada? That's like, a no. dumb question, because obviously they have been to Canada, seeing that they're there right now. They're, they're Exa- at Canada. That's tr- right exactly. Anyways, um, stuff ensues. Christmas is like in the next couple of days or something, and it gets really stressful for Santa. And also, also, Jack Frost is there. Jack Frost is there. And Jack Frost is a quote-unquote legendary figure that's about to be voted to not be a legendary figure. (gasps) And then he's like, wait, no, let me help Santa out so that I can regain my legendary status. And he tricks Santa. He tricks Santa into holding a snow globe you, and saying, "I skip so I, much of the plot." <laughs> is it really important? <laughs> no. Okay. Look. Speed run movie. any percentage. Santa Claus three. Okay. the The plot that I missed is literally just like Jack Frost like burns a lot of things. He causes a lot of mayhem. The parents want Santa to be like with his wife and like you know helping decorate the tree but he has like christmas duties to attend to anyways all that stuff happens um there's also this thing called the exit clause to which they just introduced in this movie where if you hold a snow globe and you say the words like i wish i was never santa at all or something you um go back in time to where you don't have to pick up the coat so Jack Frost tricks Santa into saying that while holding the snow globe. They go back in time. Jack Frost puts on the suit becoming Santa. Twelve years in the future, he's turned the North Pole into a theme park. Where Christmas isn't a thing anymore unless you have money. That's so bad. That's crazy. That's Anyways, evil. Tim Allen is now just regular Tim Allen again. And what he does, he goes to the North Pole, tricks... Uh, well, he doesn't really trick him, but he gets an audio recording of Jack Frost saying the exit clause, and then he replays that audio recording when Jack Frost holds the snow globe. So it's all reversed, and everything's back to normal, and then they're back in Canada, and, they, and everyone then lives he's happily like, ever after. and then they're like, no more secrets, I'm Santa Claus, and surprisingly, the parents aren't like, you're a fucking liar like everyone else is in the rest of the movies. <laughs> the end you know i was assuming that you would just go oh jack frost comes to the north pole and makes santa's life miserable 
No, dude, but, it was a pr- no, it was I'm a pretty glad... in depth plot, dude. Yeah, that was pretty there was much time travel. Higher film. There was time travel. You had to at least give a few minutes to you this didn't plot. Skip a beat. Um. Yeah. If I skipped a beat, that would be pretty bad for my heart. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, Jackson. Have you been taking comedy classes? <laughs> no, Dan. I just spend too much time with you. Ah. Uh, Cause you're a clown, bud. Oh. Ow. Let's get right into the Santa Claus three. First things first. They start off. Bam. Mrs. Claus. Had a false, uh, uh-oh, I'm about to have a baby. Wait, why are you restating the town. plot that Jackson just gave? Because we, we have to talk. We need talking points, Jacob. Oh. Jacob. What? What the hell? I didn't, I didn't know. You pissed off Dane and look at his face. That's literally my goal. Oh. <laughs> we all have different goals in this podcast. Danon's is to make the podcast good. Everyone else's is to piss off Danon. <laughs> Everybody else is Camden especially by not waking up for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys are winning! Let's go! Let's go! It's too easy out here. (laughs) Alright, so the first thing that happens in the Santa Claus 3, they really just throw you into it. They're like, oh, Mrs. Claus is gonna give birth. Uh, Why is every elf super, like, stoked? They, like, wanna watch the live birth happen. They've never had a Santa baby, dude. Oh my god! Even after there's a song. song. Oh my gosh! Santa baby, you're a baby. You're gonna be born. Uh, Ha ha. Anyways, they called the infirmary the Elfirmary, and I thought that was awesome. They also have a couple of other elf puns, and I think they're the worst thing about this movie. They called the police officers. Elfisers. <laughs> they really spent most of their budget on finding a pun writer for this movie, and it shows. It shows. It, it really does. You know what? Props to the Santa Claus. Props 3. to the Santa Claus Three for for really really taking that next step. Um, Santa Claus has a chimney in his room that is his face. Which is I will be having nightmares of that. Terrifying. Don't most people have that? Oh, should I, should I demolish that part of the house? You is might it want of to. your face or Santa's face? Oh no, it's Santa's face. Okay, that's that's somehow worse. Why would you want an eldritch Christmas horror as your fireplace? Because it looks, it looks, it does look, yeah, yeah. It, it looks at you. It 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 sees when you're sleeping. I'm actually a couple rooms down, so. I doubt it. Can see that. You're below the chimney. Yeah, we live. <laughs> we live vertically. Oh, chimney is on the top floor. Yes, it's it's quite a waste of a chimney, but isn't that just like there. a hole? Some might say. <laughs> Some might say there's just a hole in the roof that we put a fire there. Give me a second, guys. Mom, I'm recording. <laughs> Yeah, you showed her. And then, well, we just go through our life, blah, 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 blah. Then Santa's like, we'll make this place Canada so your parents fall for it. And he just makes a bunch of stereotypes about Canadians when he's talking about everything that makes Canada great. Like, there wasn't one thing that he said that was genuine and not a stereotype. He was like, 
ah, we'll make this place look like where where the maple syrup flows down the street and everyone is wearing hockey pads. And you're like, wow, you have a very, very bad idea of what Canada is. That actually sounds pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Although it sounds great. That's What if the intent was to play off the stereotypes? Because that's what you would expect being someone who's never been to Canada. Exactly. Right? What if it was just too big brain for yeah, your you, tiny mind, Dana? You're what, playing what checkers doing, while Santa over here is playing chess, bud. All right. What if their idea was to make the parents realize their pre-existing biases when they get there? And they're like, oh, True. this is exactly how I thought Canada would look like. And they're like, aha! Yeah, what if this was just a lesson in uh, stereotyping? Don't yeah. judge a Canadian by his Canucks. Or his height. Or his baby face. Or his and hockey skills. forward... Uh oh, someone's missing. Where's Bernard? I was upset about that. He was the only character I didn't absolutely hate in the first two movies. Did he? I die? hate Curtis. I hate that Curtis is a new head elf. They didn't even answer it. Why? Wait, where's Bernard? He probably got too old. Unironically, he probably got too old. Yeah, probably. But he and was they like couldn't recast seven, him. He was like 20 when he was playing Bernard beforehand. Oh. But uh, I guess I guess Bernard just died. Uh, you know, uh, what's an elf-based pun that's a disease? Cancer. Elfluenza. Good job, Dana. You did. Thank it. you. Thank you. As we move forward, uh, you see Jack Frost. Really, just a huge dick, huh? Yeah, piece of shit. Hate that guy. He, he was I, annoying to look at. Yeah. I kind of just hated his character overall. It was like the worst person you'd ever meet, but no one ever says it to him. Camden? Also, wait. Oh, Jack Frost. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> what were you saying? I see what you did there. Also? But I was going to say, what was that scene where he was like trying to attract Mrs. Claus's mom? I think he was just hitting on her. Yeah. Why, though? He's like, I'm going to make you my elf, and then nothing came of it. Well, Maybe. Like, why was that there? That, you it should, made me cringe you so you miss hard. Sometimes, like... <sighs> so you got to shoot your shots, even if you're the bad guy. I don't know, man. That just felt so out of place. Also, and then once Jack Frost is like, hey, don't kick me out. Let me work with Santa. He does, like, two things, fucks both of those up, and then... He's like, hey, Curtis, so I heard about this escape clause thing. How does it work? And he goes, I'm not falling for that, Jack Frost. I'll never tell you. And he's like, oh, so you're a stupid sack of shit, huh? Aren't you, Curtis? And Curtis goes like, no, look. And then he explains exactly how the escape clause works. And I'm like, how is he the number one elf? There has to be a smarter person who could fit this role. Yeah, don't you remember how Curtis ruined the second movie as well? Curtis is literally just... Two movies in a row. He might actually want Scott to not be Santa Claus. Exactly, yeah. At this rate. Like, he he has tried, like, multiple times to undermine Santa and, like, fuck everything up. Curtis is just shit at his job. I don't get it. Yeah. Jacob, what do you think about the line, I invented chill, when uh, Jack Frost was told to chill out? I thought it was... It was hard to watch and listen to that point <laughs> i think that's the part of the movie where like i just kept skipping through like just the double tap on the right side of the screen 
And Every from, 10 seconds, you just watch who it was. You're like, no, yeah. I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to. Yeah. No, I genuinely started doing that like halfway into the movie. I was like, wow, this movie is uh, it's something else. I remember watching it the first time, and and I remember the time travel thing being like a huge part of the movie. Yeah, that's what I thought too, and it, it ended up being like minutes. 10 minutes. The yeah. movie in general is short. I thought it was the shortest Santa Claus. And they use that time to do like 16 different storylines in like five minutes. Like the beginning and the end and then the next storyline starts. It's not like a continuous thing. They did like 16 shorts in one movie. Yeah. I don't get it. Also, are elves like, do they think cocoa is like alcohol for them? I couldn't tell you. Because they make but they obviously, it's it like, like the only thing they drink. Yeah, they make I, references I guess. like, oh, you, you've been drinking the cocoa? And you're like, is that like code for like, are you an alcoholic? An alcoholic? No, Sorry. no. There's cocoa and then there's... um Cocaina. Yeah. Nah. You get it. You get Different it. Ta- They're all is drug like, addicts. Yeah. Is it is this cocoa like how there's cocoa and Coca-Cola where they yeah. put cocaine in their hot chocolate? <laughs> yeah. There's regular hot chocolate and there's uh the get you going hot chocolate. Yeah, that's why they didn't show us Santa Claus 4, where Santa Claus takes all the elves to rehab. <laughs> he just becomes a huge drug lord, but only yeah. during the holiday season. Really just really just awful. Also, also, let's talk, let's time jump. Whatever, he gets this coat, whatever, Jack Frost is Santa Claus, whatever, they come back. Let's skip all that, because it's really not important. It really isn't. How come, when the parents find out that uh Tim Allen is Santa Claus. They literally give like a whole minute of exposition to explain, oh, he must be Santa Claus. Because they're like, if this is Santa's workshop, <laughs> if this is Santa's workshop, elves, these are elves, yeah. And you work here, and they're your employees, and you live here, that that looks like that looks like you. You must be Santa Claus. I wonder what they thought before, like... No, okay, okay. Here's what I don't understand, Jacob. Going off, like, what they thought before, there was a point where the the stepmom, or the ma- mother-in-law, picked up an ornament, and she, like, notices that it looks like Scott. And she, like, looks over. And that is where I was like, okay, this movie sucks balls. Because in all the other movies, he literally tells them he's Santa, and they're like, you're you're a fucking psychopath. But in this movie, she looks at an ornament that resembles him and she's like, "He might be Santa." <laughs> like it is just inconsistent. <laughs> like okay. Like all she needed was an ornament to go, "Oh, he might be Santa." Yeah, but in the other movies, it literally took all his Christmas magic and she still didn't believe him. <laughs> this is kind of just like an in general thing. I think elves would be a lot shorter. So just in general, it's more of just like child labor than uh, right. using elves, because like the like at least make them a little shorter. I'm surprised the in laws weren't just like you run a sweatshop. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised. Like they made they they went for Canada's throat, but they're like, oh no no, we can't mention child Disney labor. sweatshops. We don't want anyone to think we're bad people. Yeah. Uh, whatever, and then. And then when they were like three continents behind on gifts, they show up and Charlie's like, hey, don't worry. 
I, I, I called the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny and Mother Earth just on speed dial, and they said, "Yeah, let's help make toys." Do you so know how disappointed I'd be if, like, I went down to check on Santa and it's just the fucking Easter Bunny? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of the movie um, was when Santa Claus gets distracted, like he's asked to do something. And he was like, oh, all right. I guess that means Australia is not getting gifts. I was like, yes! Fuck Australia. <laughs> How it should be. <laughs> exactly. He, he really did, like, they did, like, the, oh, these guys are going to divorce, like, talk the whole time. He's like, yeah. He's like, hey, can you come over for a second? He's like, yeah. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Fuck me, Carol. Fuck me. I don't have the most important job in the world, Carol. I'm not here spreading joy and giving everyone gifts. Fuck me, Carol. I'm the bad guy, right? And I was just like, oh, my God. Are they really doing this in the third Santa Claus movie? Yeah, I want. That's what I wanted to see. That was the only logical step. The second he gets married, marital disputes. Santa Claus three. And the final thing um, that I want to talk about before we get into the characters, how they defeat Jack Frost. Spoilers oh. for Santa Claus three. <laughs> so halfway through. The way Santa Claus gets into the Hall of Snow Globes, which is more of just a room, but let's not get into that. He's like, oh, I have to freeze um, Lucy's parents so that way they don't say anything. For those of you who don't remember, Lucy's parents are Laura and Neil fan favorites. They're back in this one and they're in the North Pole. Why? It doesn't make sense. Anyways, they freeze him. Santa's like, "Uh uh-oh, I don't know how to do this. Uh... And then he turns to Mother Earth, like, what would she do? And then he goes, hey, can you fix this? And she goes, we can't do that. Uh, you can't use magic on other magic. That's so stupid. Now, Why is that a rule? <laughs> look, look, okay. Here's the here's the inconsistency I saw with that. They said you can't use magic on other legendary figures, right? They yeah. were just about to vote Jack Frost off as a legendary figure. What is stopping them from voting him off as a legendary figure uh, and then it. unfreezing? Yeah. Wouldn't that like undo everything he did also? Because I'm sure they were just like, oh, and then everything works out. But you know what happens? You know what happens? Not that. Santa Claus goes, looks over at Lucy and goes, you're up, kiddo. And then she goes, you really think it'll work? And then I sat back with my hand over my face like, there's no way they're going to do this as the ending. And she walks up to Jack Frost, gives him a hug. And then he goes like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm melting your frozen heart. And then he has like this, like he has like what I thought was actually a genuinely good part of the movie. He was like, they said it couldn't be done. And then immediately becomes the worst part of the movie because Lucy responds with, but they didn't know about anything about magical hugs. Uh, mm. uh, uh, no. <laughs> they didn't know oh, much God. about magical hugs. <laughs> I, 10 out of 10 movie right there. 10 out of 10 movie right there. On that line, on that line, where's the Oscars? I don't know, Dana, how you can say that Santa Claus 2 was worse than this one after that. Like, that that made it a pretty close tie for me. 2 and 3 were just terrible. Because Toy Santa, dude. Okay. Toy Santa is, because Jack Frost is at least played by Martin Short, which is one of the best comedians ever. Even if he was... Like well, for being a good comedian, character. he was a terrible actor in that. Yeah, right? I like, mean, joke-wise. You gotta overact in these Disney movies. Let's uh, let's just quickly go through and give our, give our opinions of these characters in one word through. Because it's the end. We're tired. We're done. 
we're in a bad mood because we're talking about Santa Claus three. First character, first character, Curtis. Die. In fact, that's the word for all of them. No, no, no. I, I have, I have a, a few other words. <laughs> uh, for me, for Curtis, uh, I'm gonna give him. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have to say die as well. That dude gave away all the secrets that he shouldn't have. I hate Curtis. I'm gonna. Because dumb doesn't do it enough, and stupid is juvenile. I die is a good word. Die. I think I'm gonna go with die. Yeah. Next character we have Jack Frost. Kill. <laughs> um, I'll I'll say dick. Mm. Yeah. Hugs. That's mine. Get out. Leave Next me. we have Charlie, who's in the movie for a total of three minutes. Absent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to agree with him. Three minutes of the movie that... Come on now. Uh, Lackluster. I, I'll say that. Next we have... Ooh, baby. Neil. Satan. Which one was that? Was that the parent? The dude who did yeah. yoga. Oh. Uh, um. Die. <laughs> Ooh, you're going back to a fan favorite of die. Yeah. I'm gonna say... Bus. Bus? I I want a bus to hit him, but I oh, don't say one word. Uh, so bus. Um. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, I'll go back on bus. Mistake. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Next, we go Laura. I'll go first. Recast? Question mark. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also say mistake for this one. <laughs> um. Now we have Lucy. Why? <laughs> Abortion. God. <laughs> now we have Carol. Pregnant. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He can't do that to him. Not in the season finale. Um, I'll say normal. True. She was like the only normal yeah. character in this movie. Only one where you'd be like, no, everything you're saying is right. I mean, <laughs> I'd be mad too. Uh, I grouped them together because they're pretty much just one character. Carol's parents. Inconsistent. Stupid. Terrible. I'd use harsher words if it were allowed. <laughs> and then finally, Santa. Tim Allen. <laughs> That's two words. No, Tim Allen. Oh, no space, just Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Can we all agree on that one? I'm going to say Shaggy Dog. That's still not one word. Dog. We agreed on one word. Shaggy. Hey, Dan, have you seen Tim Allen's Zoom? No. One of the greatest movies of all time. Greatest Tim movies Allen's of all time. Cinematic masterpiece. Oh, well, I know what I'm doing over our month break. Well, that's it, isn't it? You feel that feeling in your heart? Nope. No. In your heart of hearts? And no. where a heart should no. be for you, Jacob. Um, that's... You're heartless, Jacob. That was what he was implying. That was uh, a burn. It was subtle. It was quick. But we had to go back on it because I'm sure your heart didn't register. It. I, I could see in the video that Jacob didn't was not processing the joke. No, no, no I got it. I was just kind of... And then out the other. No, I would say I was hurt by it, but apparently I don't have a heart. And I can't feel that. Middle fingers aside, Jacob. 
that's it. That's the end of Rumi's Talking Movies season two. And the end of the world as we know it. And the yeah. end of the world as we know it. Once this so episode ends, said it's an all hour. over. So, so never do it. Well, he said an hour like 40 minutes ago. We got to pack up, guys. We got to go somewhere. It's about to be nighttime, I guess. We want to thank everyone for coming here and listening to us throughout this year. We love doing this, and we love all of you oh so much. And don't worry. We aren't going anywhere. Fuck. With that being said, we're done for the year. So we're going to be gone for a little bit. We're going to take a little break. We need to refuel our joke machines because there's only so many fart jokes we can make before we just we just get exhausted, before we crap out. Oh, look, there was my last one. Oh, it's gone. I'm complete. I'm on E. I'm on E. For Elf. If you have anything you want us to cover next season, please contact us. Let us know. Thank you so much for an amazing season. And as always, we will see you all in the next episode. Happy holidays and have a happy new year. You guys not going to say anything? Or... Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Ha- happy holiday. Series finale right here. That's it. That's it. That's not the series finale. Season. That's, nope. Series finale. You're, congr- you're contractually obligated for two more seasons, Jacob. You're defunded now. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're Camden Powell, I hope you in particular have a very, very Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> if you wake up by then. <laughs>